Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, we bring you an episode of Nerd Court. Tonight, we are going to discuss Marvel. Is it all that it is made up to be? Are they jumping the shark? Have they missed the target? We have a panel of experts uh, that will uh, debate that tonight in a court setting. Uh, we will have no name calling. We will have no speaking out of turn. Um, I will be in charge of keeping order in the court. Uh, Steel City Hitch is our judge, and he will have all say on the outcome, whether the, the case has been made or not. Uh, first up on the Marvel side, DP Brown and T Mitch will be the adversary in saying Marvel has missed somewhere. We have our we have our opponents. We know the subject. All rise for Steel City. <sighs> Welcome everybody. Hello. Have your seats. Have your seat. Have your seat. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We can be in the proceeding of this court, the nerd court, as endowed by the Emperor Palpatine. I declare the nerd court now in session. On the docket day. What do we got, Bailiff? We have a case in front of us, uh, Your Honor, which spans decades of harm, apparently, to society as one of the forefathers of nerddom, Marvel, uh, dating back to the 50s, 60s, giving us superheroes of various sorts and have made its way into modern society in the year 2022. Mm -hmm. uh, we have two gentlemen that feel that uh, they've kind of missed the mark now and are sort of uh, rolling on uh, the coattails of the past successes. Um, mm -hmm. a very complicated case, sir. I don't know... Uh, where you how you're going to come up with a with an answer to this well that's what this show is all about and, and i just want to say thank you very much for the warm introduction uh, bailiff and you look like a tray of butter biscuits thank you so much you look just delicious tonight uh so moving on I, and 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 i think uh the best thing to do here is probably to, to uh, introduce the state's witness uh the state uh to go ahead and begin this process uh we're going to start with opening statements um, the counts are as follows. Count one, the Marvel Universe is underperformed in phase four. And count two, the Batman would be the best of the MCU movies if it was in phase four. Uh, these counts are serious. Uh, these, this is a life or death matter. We take things very seriously here in the nerd court. And that's why I'm here to remind you that you should check out our website, www.nerdcyclopedia.com and send us feedback by sending it to nerds at nerdcyclopedia.com. And look, we've got a Facebook group for our Carbonite Bounty BS show, the show where we talk about Star Wars, the other show where I let uh, T. Mitch do most of the talking. Uh, <laughs> we split that stuff up. So check that out. And uh, that's just a real quick overview of what else we have. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and introduce uh, the prosecution, T. Mitch, to uh, begin opening statements. T. Mitch? As far as my opening statement, Your Honor, I just want to first off say um, I just feel without a shadow of a doubt that um, since Endgame, and, and I will go as far as pre-Endgame, that the MCU has uh, just wholeheartedly mugged us off. I mean, you know, based on various statements I have, um, various evidence that uh, I just feel that they've underperformed and uh, what they delivered um, not only numbers wise, but it, um, you know, fan wise. I mean, uh, I'll leave that up to to the jury to you know make their decision based on what I present. But I, I just feel that um, you know the credit has ran out, so to speak, and I just feel like they're riding the coattails of past projects. And um, you know, as as good as it is, it's, it needs to be brought to light that it can do a lot better. And I just feel that they're uh, shortchanging too many corners. Thank you very much. Defense. First of all, I want to thank you, Your Honor, for, you know, um, introducing us today. You know, you look very well. I appreciate well. that. I appreciate, I appreciate that, too, very much. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. You too, Bailiff. You know, thank you for, you know, joining us. 
Um, so, <laughs> so um, I'm here um, to present my argument and defense on the phase of the MCU. Okay, from the first phases all the way up until phase four. All right, so it's been a um, you know, some complaints about um how this phase four has been going so far, and I'm here to present the argument that um people have revisionist history. You know, so they look at things one way. And <laughs> they, so they don't really remember how things were before they got to this point. So I'm present I'm here to present that argument in defense of phase four of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay, thank you very much. <clears throat> All right. Uh prosecution. Well, I believe we'll uh, proceed to your case. Uh so the first count of the indictment, it is it has disappointed in the wake of Endgame. So yes, Your Honor. I mean, this is based on first off factual data. Um, Endgame has been obviously Marvel's highest grossing movie, um, most some would say most successful movie. Uh, just based on past projects alone from Endgame, I mean, if we're using a general rule of all the MCU of, you know, a five hundred percent return on the movie, I mean, every movie past that has grossed substantially less. Um, on top of that, uh, it's been known in Marvel in these past movies have been not only trying new stories, but also trying to captivate an audience that just hasn't shown up. Um, when we look at past projects and who the projects catered towards, it catered towards a demographic in which it reached and the box office numbers showed that um, these last projects, excluding even Disney plus stuff has not even turned up remotely close to those rules um, outside of Spider-Man. So, um, yeah, as, as far as where we are, as far as numbers-wise, I mean, the numbers speak for themselves. Uh, the project, even our latest project here as of less than a month ago, uh, is not on par where it should be. And that is arguably um, its highest profile actor in place as well. Uh, just, I just don't understand how we figure that these movies are on par. Not to mention, I don't even think Black, Black Widow just made, uh, just made budget. Um, granted, that was in a, you know, an economic hardship. We take the movie for what it was. I mean, the numbers are there. Okay. So specifically, we're talking about the economic success here. Now, uh, I, I do want to go ahead and allow a rebuttal statement from the defense on this count. Um, so I will go ahead and ask this question then to the defense. Uh, what what is there to be said about the about the box office numbers in the wake of of Endgame, and what is there to be said about uh, about what the standard is that was set by Endgame? Well, first of all, um, there's no way you can have an Endgame level event movie after movie. That's virtually impossible. I mean, mm -hmm. to even present the argument that the Endgame level box office for movies after that um was lower or you know less than you know what endgame made it's just absolutely ridiculous you know the mcu mcu is gonna have to um go smaller to prime the pump to build back up to get back to that endgame level it's just straight ridiculous to expect movie after movie to to either go beyond what endgame did or you know just maintain that level because you had a in you had a um um cro big crossover event um, that that ha that had to get built up to this point, and you know you're gonna have a come down. You know it's like it's like going into that high, and then all of a sudden you have a come down, and then you gotta rev back up. You gotta ramp back up and get build back to that. So that's what we're seeing right now in the phase four period. Um, um, yeah, phase four. Um, you know, position. Um, people have revisionist history, as I said in my um in my opening statements. You go back to the first phase, and you didn't have that same, you know, um, um, you know, in-game level type stuff. You had to build these characters. Marvel had, um, they didn't have their rights to like Spider-Man to like their biggest, their biggest, you know, characters, X-Men and everything. They had to go with B-list characters that nobody even knew or cared about um, besides Marvel fans, such as uh, Iron Man, such as um, Thor, such as Captain America and everything. Sure, they were known to the, you know, American conscience and everything, but they never had, like, you know, successful movies, you know. Um, we had, like, a trash uh, Captain America back then. You know, we barely had, like, a Thor and um, Iron Man movie. You know, we just was getting an Iron Man movie. 
Um, and we barely had a good Incredible Hulk after that first, um, you know, Ang Lee, you know, um, um, debacle that came out before then. So they had to revitalize and do that all over. So they had to build these characters, number one, to get to that first Avengers level. OK, then <laughs> and then you had to slowly build from there to get to that event, you know, to that in-game level event. So what we're seeing right now with the MCU phase four is we're seeing like a build back up. So got to get the character. Um, We got to get the characters in there first before we get back to that um, in-game level event. Your Honor, may I object? <clears throat> so, based on what DP has just said, let's, mm -hmm. let's look at you know, let's look at the numbers of his character, so to speak. Okay. Doctor, Doctor Strange, uh, box office outperformed six times. First time movie. Uh, Captain America six times. Ant Man five times. Uh, Black Panther seven times. Leading up to Infinity War. Uh, Ant Man six times. Captain Marvel, eight times. We had our Endgame level event. Then we move into Black Widow. We'll, we'll call that a push. Shang-Chi, uh, just barely made it over budget. Uh, Eternals, barely doubled their budget. Um, Doctor Strange in the multiverse, uh, up three times. Thor, barely up two times. Um... Spider-Man has been a performing project, and No Way Home was a performing project. And then we have, so the only two movies would be Spider-Man, Far From Home and No Way Home. Every other project has not performed anywhere close. So if we're saying we're building these stories up, the numbers aren't even there to even support this. And arguably, Spider-Man would be its biggest property, and I would say Thor, as hmm. an original adventure, would be a major property that hmm. has not even lived up to any kind of performance. Outside of even we can pull Rotten Tomato scores and show, and uh, as a credible source, that that movie recently has not performed. Um, I thought we, I'm pretty sure we discussed this as well with the defense that that movie wasn't the hottest. But um, you're right, we're building up for sure. Okay, uh, taking on the narrow objection of, you know, that you object to the financial numbers uh, as, as being listed as being successful by DP. Um, Okay, so defense. I'm going to allow you to uh, to speak to this objection. So, what can you tell me? Is there any other, I don't know, contextual information that I should have as a jurist here about other things that are going so, on after uh, Endgame? Well, okay, I can actually just reach back again, back to Phase One. So Iron Man, when the Phase One Iron Man first came out, it um hit the hit it hit the ground running. MCU is just you know hitting its stride after you know years and years of trying to get things together back to Marvel, back to controlling his own characters. You had Phase One um Iron Man making like five hundred eighty five million you know globally, mm. and that's global box office. So bam, you had like a you know running out the gate. You know MCU mm. is like on track. Second movie came out, The Incredible Hulk. 265 mil, mil, you know, million global box office. So that's your come down right there. So, okay, is MCU okay? Yeah, you know, it's Incredible Hulk. So maybe we can um, um, look at the fact that another Incredible Hulk movie just came out about a couple years before that. So maybe people are getting Incredible Hulk fatigue, but we still have Iron Man. Okay. Mm. Iron Man 2 comes out right after Incredible Hulk. Bam, we shoot right back up. 621 global you know million globally okay so we shoot right back up so okay maybe we have like a lot of iron man fans maybe not mcu fans but we have iron man fans but we are building something here you know that's what we're building here thor a little come down okay 449 million globally all right but we're still building okay the avengers the original avengers are thor iron man captain america and also um uh, the incredible hulk okay Yes, thank you. Thank you for telling the court who the Avengers are. I appreciate I appreciate that. In, uh, in case the jurist didn't know. All thank right. you very much. I appreciate you being considerate for the court nerd, known as the nerd court. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, Bailiff, what would you say if I told you that there are two sides presenting information to me? One is using box office totals and the other is using ratios to budget. 
Which one yeah. of those is the correct way to measure a box office bailiff? Your Honor, yes, and that, that's a, that's a very good point. And I I do see both sides of it. Box office is very important in a in a social world, a media world that we live in now. Mm-hmm. That's really a good measure. It's a good litmus test to see how good is the product. I'd like to hear the defense and the prosecution speak a little bit on content. Um, I feel that <clears throat> okay. The movies that they hit off with phase one, as DP said, now I'm coming in. I'm, you know, I hear a lot of cases, your honor. I hear a lot of cases mm. about, um, you know, family uh, disturbances and domestic problems and, and this is a <laughs> domestic problem also. So I'm trying to get right, right here. Your day so job's wild, Iron man. man. Yeah. My Iron Man, very good film. I thought the, uh, the story was engaging. I thought the mm. actors were spot on. You mentioned Hulk. I think there was a miss. I think they missed on mm. characters. I think they missed a little bit on the story. The second one was a lot better. So can we speak to content a little bit and and maybe how Marvel okay. has sort of missed the mark? I think uh, I think you've you've hit on something very important. So this objection is going to be uh, is going to be sustained because I think what we've come to the what we've come to here's my decision. My decision is that the box office of of Marvel movies in the era before Endgame is not necessarily a valid comp to the box office of the movies after Endgame. And when I look in and review the facts in in this particular uh, matter, I I find myself drawn to two facts. One is that uh, the COVID pandemic happened and sort of, uh, you know, really changed how movies were being measured as far as their financials during this time. And I don't know that we have in this court, uh, the right information to grasp how, you know, how that, how that is all, all done. Secondly, and this is, this is very important. Um, you know, I don't know how, how would we compare the new Batman to say the dark Knight? Are those, are those eras different enough that, you know, they can't be compared. And, and as such, I, I think, you know, I, I think that the bailiff is correct. And what we should do is narrow the focus of the question here to the content quality. And is the content quality staying up to snuff? So I think that the if the objection is, you know, hey, uh, this defense is using information from uh, financial information that's not germane to phase four, then I would say that that objection is sustained. Okay. And today's objection sustainment is brought to you by Carbonite Bounty BS. Carbonite Bounty BS. It's a show we're all on where we talk about Star Wars and and Trenton is the show leader. I I do all the production on that show, but I don't talk as much. Uh, And that is today's uh, Carbonite Bounty BS objection ruling. Uh, Carbonite Bounty BS. You need to be watching that show if you're not. Probably because we we're making you. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> That's why we're doing it. All right. So let's talk content. Let's talk content. So prosecution, uh, teamage. I want you to. I want you to tell me about a piece of Phase Four content that underperformed and why. Well, as far as a piece of Phase Four, I mean, content-wise, I will say. Uh, Shang-Chi underperformed. Uh, it's a great story. Um, I, it engaged me as far as an action um, kind of uh, an event, if you so to speak. But uh, I mean, the story, just the development of the characters are too fast. Uh, a lot of action, but the story wasn't there. I mean, if we go to the latest movie, Thor, I mean, I, who those who've seen it, I mean, was that really a movie that had delivered as far as when we talk about um, as the defense said, you know, at the buildup, phase one, two, three, there was a lot more character development. There's a lot more story. There's a lot more content into this. Granted, the character has been out. Uh, the movie missed the mark. Uh, Doctor Strange, um, you know, a lot of people feel like they're 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 starting to cut corners. The the movies and the but you know we don't talk about budgets or anything, but the movies and the stories they're telling, it just seems that they're it, it, plainly getting cute. Um, I just feel like you know Spider Man. There were corners cut there. A lot of, we'd say, fan service. Um, it's just, I, I just don't know as far as, from a fan perspective, you know, 
these stories they're telling, they, they just don't have that meat to them. You know, there was a lot of meat. There's a lot of development. Uh, even with these new characters, they, they're just not doing enough. And they're introducing too many characters. I think in every project we've seen post Endgame, there's been an average of three to four characters per movie. You can't just simply develop that as far as a movie, right? I mean, let's go down the list if you'd like uh, for the defense. Um, mm-hmm. There's been three to four characters every movie and every project that they've underdeveloped. How do you develop a movie with not even being able to spend time to develop characters? Object. Um, so let's keep the focus. Let's keep the focus on, you know, let's keep the focus on where we're really, you know, um, debating here. We're debating like phase four. And mm-hmm. what I really want to counter is the, the fact that phase one and revisionist history. You hear, um, mm-hmm. um, Your Honor, you're going to hear a lot of revisionist history from me. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. If I hear you say, Phase one, one more time. I am gonna mute you, and I'm gonna yeah. let T. Mitch. I'm gonna let you're T. Mitch you're, talk you're as much trash about you as he you're wants. It's completely unrelated to this case. Let me let for me, thirty let me, seconds. Let me let you know where I'm going with this. It's a it's a means to ends. Okay, you're on thin ice. So, you're on thin ice, Mr. D.P. Brown. Okay. okay, I apologize. Okay, you so, you've been warned once. Okay. Okay. I want you to restrain him if he does it again. Okay, all right. So I am going back to phase one. All right. So incredible hole. You better be and coming if, back pretty fast. If, 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 if Bela pointed out, that was a mediocre movie. Okay. Iron Man 2, way mediocre movie. It's been a lot of divisive, you know, um, commentating on like, you know, Iron Man 2. Thor, the original Thor movie by Kenneth Branagh, mediocre movie. Captain America is probably the only, you know, highlight of that movie. Let's fast forward to phase four which is akin to phase one to me, okay? okay. So oh. we start over after Endgame, you know, we're building back up, which is, like I said, oh a recurring theme. <laughs> so you got um, Spider-Man Far From Home, knock it out the park, you know, right out the back, really great, you know, really good movie and everything. Black Widow was a little bit of a come down, okay? Mm. Shang-Chi, you know, was a bit of a comeback for that summer, okay? It was coming off, like, the back of um, Black Widow. Shang-Chi was a new character. Doesn't have the great history that Iron Man, Thor, Captain America has, Incredible Hulk has. So Shang-Chi was already on the, um, the um, mm-hmm. had had to build up his, his stance in order to, to, to really resonate with folks. You know, had a lot of really great action scenes. The story, you know, was good for, you know, a few hours. And then coming on the third act, you know, got a little shaky. But that's what happens with all the third acts of majority of like Marvel's movie. Okay. You know, Eternals, it was sort of like a letdown. Sort of like how that Thor from phase one was a little bit of a letdown. So we're just sort of like parallel, okay? So then we have like um, Spider-Man No Way Home. We knock it right back up. Um, Doctor Strange, okay. Thor, you know, Love and Thunder, okay. So we're still talking about okay movies from the phase four period. So we're not even talking about like, you know, the um, Disney plus stuff, you know, which mm. still goes hand in hand. Don't to talk about that. Phase four is trying to do, you know, we have pretty good ratings for like, you know, um, Wanda, you know, WandaVision. Um, you got to give like a pass to um, Falcon and Winter Soldier because as your honor said, COVID happened. It sort of wrecked the whole, um, you know, storyline of that. And they had to still patch stuff together. Still had good elements into that, um, like Isaiah Bradley, you know, Captain America and everything. You know, you had, um, um, you know, Anthony Mack actually at the end turn out to be Captain America. So we actually had his, you know, good, um, good and, you know, crazy elements and everything. Um, but that's, you know, the phase four portion that I wanted to parallel with phase one. Mm. Your Honor, Your Honor, it's it's it's, it's kind of funny how we forget about Hawkeye. Uh, we forget about Miss Marvel that just ended. It's I, 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 we, I can only name so the, much. How the defense oh, skips it. Oh, okay. You know, so, so say, Your Honor, can I speak? Can I speak, Your Honor? Can I speak? Okay. Yes. Your Honor. So we have um we have a lot of characters being introduced, but what else are you going to do, Your Honor? Okay. They don't have Captain America anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Iron Man is gone. You know, Tony Stark is dead. You know, Incredible Hulk, you know, he he really doesn't have his own franchise because Universal has the rights and everything. So we can't give him his own movie. So we have to introduce more characters that Hmm. are C-list, you know, per se, but still have the opportunity to be, you know, more known. So we have Miss Marvel coming out. Okay, we have um, as as the um, prosecution says, Hawkeye. But with Haley Stanfield, you know, as the new, you know, Lady Hawkeye, which was real popular in the comics. So you really got like a lot of these newer, 
you know, um, Marvel characters such as Miss Marvel, the newer Hawkeye. You got like, um, um, you know, some um, 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 Moon Knight, you know, to a degree that wasn't really related to like, you know, a lot of um, it didn't co connect to a lot of MCU other stuff, but it's still part of it. OK, so you still got like some new characters coming out to get people um, acclimated and more known to this, you know, phase four. OK, so what else are you going to do? You can't have an in-game level event after phase four. That just doesn't make any sense. You need time just as they did with the first three phases to still, you know, build up to that level. And when they announced that um, what directions they were going in um, at the San Diego Comic-Con, we're going to end with in, we're going to end with the Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. OK, they're telling you we got some place we're going to go with these mm -hmm. characters that we're introducing. So revisionist history, as I said once before, what you're seeing right now is patience and patience among fans to get what you got the, um, during like the last in-game stages. Fans tend to want to rewrite history and claim everything the MC put out during his first phase was a bona fide hit. That is not the case. Okay. So it, um, everything was just, you know, okay to a degree until the Avengers came out. Then everybody, you know, it was the first thing that it was the first time in history that a franchise from three different, um, three to two, two to three, three different franchises got put together into one franchise. Nobody ever did that in history. So how are you going to duplicate that same thing again and expect the same thing? That's just not going to happen unless DC does it. DC tried to do it, but they rushed, you know, with Justice League after Batman versus Superman. Okay. And then they just, okay, we'll get into, um, you know, the Batman. Okay. Yeah, please, Your Honor. No, no, we will not be discussing the DC universe. We will not. That's, that is the DC. The DCU is for another time. And another another whole trial all to its own, most likely with the roles reversed between the two of you. That's just how it's going to be. We're not going to cover it here. Um, I, I, your point is taken. Defense about about what is what is the goal of Phase Four, right? What is it trying to do? I, I, I am I am willing to accede the point, prosecution, unless you can you can convince me otherwise. I will. Okay, I'm will. sure you will. I mean, you're very confident. Uh, confident man. And if you think, you know, uh, DP, that he is not kissing my, look what he's actually wearing. I mean, yeah, he didn't say I look great, but he's actually wearing my name. I sure put my name on it. I mean, what? <laughs> I don't know how, how more butt kissy that could be. Uh, so prosecution, my, my, my question to you here is, is if we're correct and phase fours, the point of phase four was to introduce the new stuff for phase five, how has phase four failed to do that? Uh, well, as we entered, as we went back to phase one, if we're using phase four as a reset, um, there are characters in here that weren't reset characters. So first off, the majority of the characters in the stories were not new, were not old characters. They're not, they're not new characters. Black Widow was not a new character. Shang-Chi was, Spider-Man was not. Uh, Doctor Strange was not. Thor, arguably one of its biggest characters, is not. They're not performing. Um, and it seems that the, you know, the defense loves to go back to phase one, but forgets phase two and three. Like, they didn't exist. I mean, we're leading, and, I, and when I'm talking about the failure, I'm not talking about leading up to the end level, end game level events. Uh, what I'm talking about, I'm just talking about from a purely movie standpoint. They just don't deliver where they were. I mean, I feel like they're cutting corners as far as what they're doing. We look at Civil War. That was a big movie when we want to go back to the past, even though I didn't want to go there. I don't see a Civil War type movie there. Um, we can go down the list uh, of movies that were successful that I have not seen in Phase 4 yet. Um, objection. Just, objection, Your Honor. Objection. Yeah. If if we're talking about Phase 4 as like, you know, Aiken the Phase 1, how can we see the future, Your Honor? Okay. We're not in um, in, in yet four, you know, Phase 5 and 6 yet. So how can we see into the future and expect, okay, I, I don't see, you know, a civil war type of thing. Okay. Who's trying to duplicate civil war. Okay. Civil so war was a Captain America. I, I'm going to, I, you know, hold on team. I, I, I am going to overrule this objection. You have specifically made the, the productive connection between phase one of Marvel being the setup phase and phase four being the setup phase that frankly, I think if I were to uphold your objection, your entire case would collapse. So I'm not going to hold up your objection because there's a lot more show that we got to fill here, and frankly, <laughs> frankly, I'm I'm not willing to, to cut it yet. So so I'm gonna I'm gonna say objection 
overruled back back to the prosecution. Yeah, but uh, I mean, argue, as we're arguing these points, I mean, okay, we're going to say we, we're talking about previous phases. So from a fan's standpoint, we pay to see these projects. We are going to give them money, right? So if we're four years into the league as an athlete or whatever, four years into our job, isn't there a certain level and expectancy from a nerd to expect a quality movie? Like, I, we pay money, good money to see these. They pay these people good money to make these movies. So for you to sit here and say, like, oh, we need to build back up, I fully get we need to get build, build back up. I understand we're introducing new stories, but these new stories that we're introducing are not hitting the mark. I mean, and I'm not talking from a box office standpoint. <laughs> I would like the, the defense to tell me outside of Spider-Man, a movie that he saw and he was like, oh, yeah, that really I can understand that. I like that there. I mean, I'll sit here and, and let him speak to what has hit outside of Spider-Man that really was a movie to be like, oh, yeah, I understand where we're going because none of them has done anything. I mean, what what else? If if I'm making my arguments based on how things are building back up, um, to say okay, uh, other than Spider Man, Spider Man is always going to hit. It's, it's Spider Man and everything. You know, people are just getting to know you know these characters. Um, okay. Um, if if Shang Chi or Eternals or you know, um, Black Widow even comes out with an additional movie, depends on what they actually do. They might actually hit that additional, you know, that that um movie. We had Thor: The Dark World back in Phase Two. Um, be like you know total trash but what came after that Thor Ragnarok total hit okay so to discount these characters that are actually being introduced and expect them to hit on the first try that is just like a, a, a misnomer and you, it's not fair to the characters and it, uh, to um, faces actually take a chance we might as well do like DC stuff and just quit while we're ahead you know as soon as something fails let's just you know just throw up our arms no no we can't do that so um, Shang-Chi, you know, deserves like another chance. It did OK at the box office. It did OK, you know, uh, review wise and everything. It wasn't a failure. OK, you're talking about things that aren't, aren't hitting with, um, um, you know, um, a certain sect and everything. I don't know uh, if, if we're supposed to have everything just fit everybody. So the purpose of everything that's actually coming out now is to hit certain angles. Um, to 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 we're we're getting like more diverse diversity mm. as far as characters. We're getting more, more diversity as far as like you know subjects and everything. We're getting diver more diversity as far as like backgrounds. Now, is a Mar a Miss Marvel fan supposed to um um to 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 be the same fan as like a Doctor Strange fan? Okay, I don't know. You know, if they're an MCU fan, they will like everything. But um, a Miss Marvel fan, you know, maybe a younger, you know, more lower, you know, more of a younger demographic may find like the stuff and uh, stuff in Doctor Strange on the multi, um, the multiverse into the multiverse or whatever, um, is something more horror based. You know, something that you know adults may feel that you know that's not suitable for kids. That's different from Mrs. Marvel. Okay, so you know you got diversity at the forefront where it wasn't that way with like the um first few phases with the um with the MCU. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with adversity, but the, the bigger miss here, as we discussed, is the stories. It's not the mm. characters at all. I'm happy with the characters. I, I understand Miss Marvel. I understand that and I understand that the MCU is taking us to other places in the world. I mean, case in point, you know, a lot of people said that Shang-Chi was a was a South uh, Asian Black Panther. That was an original story. I mean, there's a lot that there's a lot to say about the stories, not the characters, the way these stories are, are written and they're put on the big screen. I mean, as we talk about credit runs out. at so so at some point we can't just say, oh, because of past history that this is what it is, because as on past history from phase two on, I would expect these movies and I would expect the people producing these movies to come out with better product. It's not the character's fault. It's not the actor's fault. Is it a screenwriter's fault, or as I said, are they just getting a little too, little too cute and giving us similar stories? I mean, Shang Chi was a similar story to Black Panther. Miss mm. Marvel mm. was. Mm. I mean, mm. Was it though? Mm. I I want to talk about this. This is an interesting. This is an interesting pause. So so DP. So this is a pretty specific allegation. So I'm going to give you some some leeway to, uh, to talk about it. So why don't you give us a little a little rebuttal then? Why don't you tell us some of the differences? Maybe I'll make it easier. Just tell us some and, of the differences between Black Panther and uh, and Shang Chi. And go ahead. And <clears throat> it'd be nice. 
be nice. <laughs> well, I see Moses over there in the chat. He was talking about, you know, the CGI in this phase is like, you know, kind of rush and everything. Um, you know, is if if we compare it to, you know, Black Panther, I I, I to me look at it as on like the same level. In fact, maybe a little better, you know, hmm. than uh, what we've seen in like, you know, Black Panther. Black Panther's a whole different type of you know, just a whole different set, you know, of, of story. Maybe you got some of the story beats that are, you know, a little bit similar, but it still has, you know, different backgrounds, different, you know, characters that we you know that we take to. That's just just totally different, period, you know. Um, and it's not going to hit the same as what what um what people anticipated with the Black Panther character coming up. Black Panther has like a, a well-established history. That um that that Shang Chi just you know could not touch. Shang Chi started out as like sort of like a um a, a more of a stereotypical type of character that you know we seen in like Asian culture that eventually got its own you know identity and everything that it had to build. Whereas Black Panther came right off the bat, you know, not as stereotypical, you know, if you want to call it that. Um, so to 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 really compare those two movies, um. You could really say like a lot of the MCU has a lot of the same story beats, period. So to try to, you know, try to um, um, to, to specify those particular movies, it's sort of unfair to both of those movies as a whole. Okay. The story is good then. So, well, hold those, on. So that, that's, that's subjective. I have order in my court. I'm the only one that has that will be issuing a witty rejoinder, Mr. Prosecutor. Mr. Bailiff. Mr. Bailiff. Yes, sir. I want You're you to restrain. I want you to make sure this doesn't happen again. I won't have outbursts in my courtroom. This isn't this isn't the Alex Jones trial. All right. So now I think it's only fair. It's only fair for since since DP had to be nice and tell us some similarities. It's only fair for T. Mitch to get to be mean and, and tell us some ways these movies were the same. Go ahead. I mean, the the, the way it was shot was very similar. As far as we go to Mikhail, we have the little, you know, I don't know, hip hop scenes, you know. And granted, these are taking people to cultures and places that we've never been. But I mean, the way that they lay the characters out, brother, sister, the dynamic there, um, the tag along character, um, the way the families fought, I mean, to some extent, um, very similar as far as the way they were laid out. I mean, granted, it's hard to directly compare these, but the way these movies were portrayed from the storylines, they're similar. Now, granted, Black Panther. Oh, also, we can tie this. I'm sorry, another way, Your Honor. Uh, they both use the same mythic powers from a realm. So, mm. how are they not interconnected? They're both realm characters. They're not really what we call mutants, and they're not necessarily direct superheroes, but their powers come from the same realm. They don't come from the multiverse. So, mm. how would they not be interconnected? They both share the same realm. Is there the same realm also as we found out as Miss Marvel? Um, actually, any kind of the character that the uh, the Marvels would have from their power. So yeah, they all share the same realm, so they would have to be judged the same way. Their powers come from the same area. DP, do you have any 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 um, rebuttals to anything T. Mitch said there when he was listing the similarities, or are we pretty much? I mean, that's almost like saying, okay, you know, these characters have superpowers, you know. Are they all? <laughs> so, I mean, come on now. I'm sustaining that. I they have similar realms and stuff. I mean, you know, Thor deals with like the nine realms and everything. So, I mean, mm. it's just a different realm. So, you know, so, I mean, what, what, what kind of you know, similarity, you know, similarity uh, argument is that? I, it's, 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 it's all stuff so what you're gonna have like you know crazy sci-fi realmy type stuff okay I'm, I'm i'm gonna i'm gonna say that there was for me enough differential and i don't i don't feel like it was sort of repackaged with orientalism the way that the comic book shang chi you know what i mean because i think that's a, it's a valid critique of comic shang chi but i think they did enough to to make me feel they were different let's talk more let's talk something germane and i, and I want to do i'm going to give you each sort of uh time to make your argument on which one of these things is the case and then i'm going to give you each a rebuttal so we're going to do two of these so first we're going to start uh we're going to start with the prosecution as these things always do uh prosecutor t mitch uh since we're starting with you and you are indicting uh the marvel mcu i would like for you to tell me what piece of phase four 
was the best. You don't have to tell me it was great. I'm not asking you to tell me it's an A plus, but just which is the best? What's the best thing? If like if I were to only watch one piece of Phase Four, what would it be? Uh, I think the post the best uh, Phase Four project would probably be Spider Man No Way Home. I mean, it's it's really the cultivation of a character, um, the story told a full story. Uh, we had our our beginning. We've obviously had. Um, points to where you could have split the movie into two parts we discussed on previous NCFSs. Um, I, I just felt as far as a project in a whole, the way the story was laid out, the way it told, um, it basically was a story that gave you that kind of uh, endgame-esque feel. You know, you had that, that major production feel for this to be a singular movie, to have all that in there, um, and that to be a part of this. To me, that would, if you were to see that movie, that was spurring you on to see these other projects, which in turn, which would make, you know, I would consider a lot of people in the chat as well. If you saw that movie and you thought this is how this is going to kick off. And then this is went the rest of the way, you're going to tell me that you'd be happy with the rest of the projects as that being the starter to this phase. Hmm. Okay. DP, same question to you. What's the best, the best one? Uh, I would agree. Um, far, um, no way home, you know, uh, far from home. What is it? Uh, I can't even think. I'll remember the movie. Um, uh, the, the last Spider-Man with all three Spider-Man pointing at each yeah. other. That was the best far, one. Far yeah. from home. <laughs> far from home. Yeah. Yeah. Far okay. from home. Okay. So that was the best movie. Um, um, no, 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 not no far way from home. home. No way home. No, no way. It's no way home. No way home was a see these homes. I mean, it's crazy. No way home with the three Spider Men. That was the best. That was the best yeah. movie. Reason being is exactly what um um T Mitch was saying. Told a great story. Um, it was a culmination of like the different eras of Spider Man from the Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, all the way up to then. So it was the the best movie that told like the best complete story and had like the really really great crowd moments, you know, and really got you hyped. For um, seeing like you know these Spider Men just come together. Hmm. Okay, and defense. Which one's the worst? Hey, DP. Uh, which which are you uh, there? Hello, <laughs> hello. Are you address the court when the court addresses you, sir? <laughs> I'm so, sorry, sorry. Bailiff, you're on. Okay. punish okay. him. Say something um, mean um, about him right now. Okay. You know what? I think you're missing. I think you're missing something. I would like to hear both defense and prosecution talk about character. So some of the characters that Marvel is kind of delving into right now are kind of missing the boat. You both have made great points about story, but characters. What if Marvel went back to the the old the golden age and brought forward a character, although has been introduced with Fantastic Four? What about Silver Surfer? What about a, character, about a character that is new and fresh? It, I mean, he's he comes from space and he he comes to Earth and he has uh, relationships with the Hulk. He has relationships with uh, the Fantastic Four and other characters. And I think Fantastic Four, the movie, did very well and it was a great story. And if it's on, it's one of those movies that I like sit and watch, even though I've seen it multiple times. I think they need to go back and find something new. So what would you say, DP, to Marvel saying, you know what? What we're doing right now is trash. Let's let's bring a new character in. Silver Surfer would be a perfect mainstream event. So, okay, to, to be fair with, um, and this is probably just an overall argument, to be fair to what the MCU is putting out now, um, they didn't have a lot of rights to their classic characters um, or they're just now getting the rights back to their classic characters like Silver Surfer, Fantastic Four, um, X-Men. Um, they're just getting back Daredevil and everything. So they would, when when they put a lot of these characters that they have in the current phase into like the, the pot, um, they they went with the they went with the knowledge that. They went, they went with prior knowledge saying, okay, well, maybe we might not have these characters back yet to actually put forth, you know, effort towards. So we got to use these other characters like the C-list um, characters a lot of people aren't really familiar with, Shang-Chi, um, 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 it's Marvel, you know, et cetera, and everything. Because Dr. they Morbius? didn't have the rights back. Who? Dr. Morbius? 
uh, I mean, he's like Sony and everything. So, so, um, so you, you, you really didn't. Ha- yeah. We and, discussed and- that this was going to be a Morbius free podcast. We, <laughs> we had discussed that. We, we, we agreed not to talk about Morbius. <laughs> I was just saying he agrees. Oh, you know, we got man. a peanut gallery, which is great. We love having, we love having our oh, viewers. Thank you. Um, but yeah, oh, so, so. Goodness. To be fair to Marvel, you didn't have a lot of their classic characters back. Silver Surfer was part of that pack. So, unfortunately, they couldn't actually make a movie. In which I think if they did have those characters, we would actually be seeing them on screen right about now. But yet, Mm. they didn't have the characters. So, Mm. we have to go with what they have on the board right now. If you go down a list of Marvel characters that of classic characters that they they have, they've used everything. They've used everything up between Fox, between what they have with the MCU, um, to, to what they had with Sony, they use up every classic character that they had. So they have no choice but to go to these other characters to put in this phase. So to, to bring up about the argument, as, as um, T. Mitch keeps bringing up, it's not really hitting. These characters aren't really hitting. If we're going to go to like the, the they did use all the good stuff up. <laughs> so, so, um, so they have no choice but to wait, you know, with the, you know, legal stuff all finished now um, to, to, to bring these classic characters in the other phases we're going to get fantastic four soon we're going to someday get the x-men you know i'm anticipating as the bailiff said silver surfer maybe you know coming to usher and galactus you know and Mm -hmm. have him done right in the mcu you know so we're all anticipating these characters but for right now this is what they had to work with and then covid happened you know to delay even more Mm. Mm. so so uh your honor uh as the bailiff had said, based on his argument, bringing these characters in, and, and I'm sure people in the chat and watching live on Facebook, which we agree, um, I just want to say that I, as of right now, I don't have faith, full faith in the MCU. Based on what we've seen, that these characters will be a hit. Uh, let's just go back to Thor, which is a recent. This is Chris Hem. This is an A-list actor. This movie missed. I, we can say what we want. I, I'm sure DP made this movie did miss, and it's missed heavily. That's uh, okay. all over the box office numbers. That the Thor has missed. And objection, this was a big... objection, objection. Was was Chris Hemsworth the A-list actor back in the first phase? We're talking about right now. Okay. This is a big project. It missed, right? Overruled. Okay. Yeah. Well, first phase credits ran out. Woo! Woo! Out! Out. Uh, Out. I'm serious. Out. I mean, like, and, and this is, you know, this is my point. Like, we keep talking about past credit, but like, when do we hold these studios accountable as fans? Did we pay good money? We've been through the beginning phase. We shouldn't have to. I mean, if we want to do the whole phase one to phase four, then let's just start again with Iron Man. Let's reboot. If we're going to reboot mm. the MCU. If not, if we're going to continue projects and keep building from the Infinity Saga to this Kang Saga, um, Okay, fine, but we've already laid the crumb. So they have the blueprint and how to start it. Hmm. Why we have to? Why do we have to reboot and do it like this? I mean, I just I, I don't understand the argument as far as like I get we're introducing new characters like the Silver Surfer, but I don't have I, I don't have full confidence that this character will come out and be a hit based on this phase. We've done new characters that didn't hit. Granted, they weren't legend legacy characters, um, but. I mean, the, the proof's in the pudding. Okay, I got something to say. All right, so granted, um, this phase this this phase of Marvel has introduced a lot of projects. Mathematically, they're all not going to hit. That's just, you know, that's just mathematics there, you know. They're all just not going to hit. They're all not going to be for everybody. You know, they tried to um, um, introduce different elements, like I said, diverse, you know, stuff to cater to different audiences and stuff. With the moon night you had, like, you know, a lot of Egyptian stuff that uh, I wasn't really particular on. But, you know, it hit with, you know, some 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 audience members with the Miss um, um, Marvel. You had like um, a lot more of a, a, a younger demographic, you know, that hit with that. But it wasn't really a hit with the older stuff. You had a lot of people comment that wasn't for me, you know, whatever that means. Um, but that's just, you know, just mathematically with this level of projects coming out, um, you're going to have like your hits and misses everything. We were so used to MCU stuff, just hitting, 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 you know, being number one at the box office. And this is the first time we've ever had Disney plus shows, you know, uh, working in parallel to like the, what the movies does. 
So to me, you have to give the um the MCU a pass because let them they have to try stuff. You know, you have to try stuff in order to see what works, in order to see how things can go from here. So if we get the same type of um, um quality, you know, with the with the phase five, then maybe you might have like a um you know an argument. But right now, everything remains to be seen because to me, it's like throwing stuff up against the wall, um, and trying to see what actually okay, what's what's hidden, what's not. You know, I mean, it's 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 a it's a it's a um it's a thing. Okay. Oh, that's pretty much that's pretty close to a closing argument for both of you guys. That I'm I'm gonna go ahead and, and let that stand on the record. Uh, before we move on to to me, you know, deciding, which is what I was called here by you to do, <clears throat> decide. Uh, I want to ask the bailiff if he has any final thoughts. Uh, Your Honor, it could be on anything you. here. I don't care. It could be. I don't care if it's on the MCU. I, I think both sides have brought forth very. Uh, valid uh, arguments on on the case. I think um, the prosecution um, uh, focused a lot on uh, numbers, um, money, volume. Uh, I think the defense uh, focused a little bit on content. Um, I think we have somewhere in the middle that we need to look at. I think Marvel has is in a grasping at straws phase. I think the uh, I think they're doing what they can uh, to with what, what what they have, as as the defense had said legally, they've gotten rights to certain characters that they didn't, and now I think they're going to come forth with some better content. But I think the current state of things is they're just throwing things at the wall to see what what works and what doesn't work. I think they've had some misses, but I think both uh, both sides have brought forth a a lot of light uh, to the the content and maybe opened up some nerd world minds to what may be currently happening and what might happen. So right. I think you have a really hard decision, uh, your honor. Um, if you need to take a few moments, uh, to deliberate in your chambers, um, maybe you can throw some, uh, nerd, nerd, uh, graphics up and, uh, you can just take a few minutes, uh, you know, while you, uh, decide the case. Can we can we answer Moses' question? Yeah, I was going to yeah. say that. Yeah, that's. A, that's a I want to bring this up because and this is this is just some really interesting comments and and you know I, and I and and I and I want to thank the 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 attorneys of uh, Sheev Palpatine's court, uh, the officers at the Empire's court for coming to. Yeah, that's right. We're associated with the Empire. We're an evil court. Yeah, we watched the whole thing and then told you that. Uh, all right. So I want to address what Moses says here because this is some you know these are some some good comments. What Moses wants to ask if there is any reason why the X-Men can't be incorporated into the Avengers setup, I believe it will be a whole new beginning. I agree. In fact, I am, I am optimistic about the next phase of Marvel specifically for the reason that there is more for them to incorporate, you know, something that we said here today and, 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 and this is my time to talk. So I'm going to take my sunglasses off. Something we, we talked about today is, is, you know, how is, Marvel phase four to be judged. I, I think that's, that's the crux of this question is what are my expectations of phase four supposed to be? Uh, when I listen to the learned words of these, of these fine men of, of nerdy letters, uh, and I listen to how passionate they are about whether or not they feel short shrifted by, by phase four. I, I think back to cases where, you know, maybe, the proof really is in the pudding. And, and what I mean by this is I think that to try and find a verdict here, what I am going to have to do is I'm going to have to look at the second part, the second count of the indictment, which is about the Batman. And I need to take that movie, which has been posited to me as the, a, a superior movie to whatever else is in phase four. And I'm going to have to actually watch it, which I've been putting off mostly for the purpose of developing this verdict. And I'm going to have to comp it to something in, in MCU phase four. Um, my thinking is that it's probably not fair to use a Spider-Man movie for this purpose. And, and, and the reason there is simple and it's that Spider-Man is owned by Sony. So this is not a fully MCU movie. And so I rule that that's not technically speaking, strictly speaking, admissible as the best MCU phase four movie. Um, 
so on a sidebar here, uh, prosecution, can I ask, you know, if you were to say, hey, this is the best thing phase four did. I want to, we're going to, I want you to use this to comp it to, to the Batman. What, what would that be? It would have to be Dr. Strange. Dr. Strange. Uh, defense. What, what would your, what would your uh, answer be on that? Uh, I would probably say Shang-Chi. Okay. All right. So I watched Dr. Strange like last week. So that's not extra work for me. <laughs> so that rule, I rule that's admissible. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm going to do this week is I'm going to watch Shang-Chi and I'm going to watch the Batman and then uh, pursuant to the instructions of a bailiff, which, which I thought in addition to being attractive, you have many good ideas. Uh, 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 Mr. Bailiff. Um, I think about, I think about those ideas often thinking about them right now. So I will be back. We'll be back next week with an episode with the verdict. Um, I, I feel like we have to exonerate. We have to view these documents. It's part of discovery to complete our investigation. And if we didn't do this, we would not be nerds and we would not be being specifically tough about something that nobody asked us to be. And that's, that's just how it is in this nerd court. So that is my, my ruling is that there is going to be a continuance and we will have a separate uh, – we'll get together again, and I will deliver the verdict. If everybody wants to watch those movies this week and come prepared and fight over my verdict, whatever. But that's how it's going to be. Any? Are there any questions from, from the attorneys? Um, so I'm disappointed we didn't get a verdict today, but I anticipate the, the verdict come next week. I'm, I'm, please, I'm in please, 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 everyone please. everything in to see you know I knew that I was going to catch some flack for this and frankly I'm not going to hear it this is a court of nerd law and nerd law says that you can't decide something until you know about it so I'm going to watch the stupid movies and that's how it's going to be this week on nerd court because my justice is firm and swift and fair, just like nerd justice is supposed to be. Any last any last words from uh, from anybody about uh, this well, before we go? No, but before we go, real quick, just to kind of tie in Moses' point, uh, which we appreciate again. Um, I agree with him, and I think we talked about this. Uh, we talked about this actually on our review of the um, Thor and MCU um, last week, I believe, and that's basically like. Um, I don't think we can we can incorporate the X Men for the fact of like you know and me DP and um, Dushi spoke about. I just think that there's not enough time. I mean, they can do Disney Plus series. Do we want to do that? But to introduce the X Men the way we would want to see them, I think that's almost like a Phase Six, whatever. You know, that would be like after Phase Seven, the Kong after the the the, the Kong Dynasty or whatever we're calling that. Um, the wait. It's going to be you a have wait. To wait because I mean, there's so much to tie in with mutants. Yeah, there's so much to tie in with mutants. And... and then once mutants are there, every you can just what's great well, about mutants, and this is and this is another thing I'll say in my verdict and why I, I agree with Moses. We need mutants in the MCU because mutants do away with the entirety of tedious, stupid, repetitive origin stories. Because right. after they are mm -hmm. there, the answer is they was born like that. Ta-da! Right. That's it. It's done. And and that's and you know that that's the way I, I think it ought to be. And since I'm the judge, I am gonna be the final word on that one. Um, I'm excited for this new project and assignment that I gave myself because I like more I like attention and that'll give me more attention. Uh so that's gonna be it for this week on on uh on nerd court. Uh, make sure you go to our website, nerdcyclopedia.com. Make sure you subscribe to our Facebook group, make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you can get more episodes of Nerd Court. Uh, make sure to join us next time when we will discuss the second count of the indictment, whether or not uh, the proof is in the pudding. And if the Batman would be the best of the movies in MCU phase four, I will rewatch Shang-Chi. I have just rewatched. Uh, I have just rewatched um, Dr. Strange and we'll be back. All rise as his honor, the steel city hitch leaves the room. All right, I'm not actually going to get up, but I'm going to I'm going to roll the tape on this end. I, I'm sorry, I mean, I'm just rolling it. 
I'm rolling. We're still live. We're still live. 